0: Homer Simpson here, proud addition to the Disney family and soon appearing on Disney Plus. I, for one, salute our new corporate overlords. Cause I never really wanted to before, but now I don't know something about seeing all these nice, like mid century modern ramblers. I'm like, It'd be kind of cool to have one of those, but like, I don't know. I've never really wanted a house before, especially like just myself. But now, seeing some of these nice houses every day, I'm kind of like, well, that would be kind of cool to have one of those, you know, little ramblers, but. I can never see myself, like, living in one alone, like, just myself. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll never be able to afford one. Because, like, my, like, debt-to-income ratio is, you know, terrible.
1: You got some debt?
0: Uh, you know, I went to school and dropped out.
1: You You have student student loan debt? sure do. You? Millennial? Yeah. In debt? I would have never guessed. Wow. It's wild because I feel like owning a house is still very much expected of people and it's like on the one hand i do also sometimes i'm like i wish i had a house so i could fill it with ikea furniture and have people over and throw parties but at the same time it's like you're just in so much debt you're just like how how are you I, how are you gonna get a fucking house i
0: i, I would like a house i mean i we are like bad for the environment a lot of stuff but i'm House is just nice to have. I don't know. It's it's just a, a nice dream, but, like, I don't... I can't... And, you know, in most cases, it's... Like, a house payment is cheaper than rent. You know, especially around here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm sure the... Whatever the mortgage is for this house is cheaper than, you know, rent in a three-bedroom apartment.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, also, it makes... It's easier if you're living with another person. Right. Too.
0: But also, yeah, as a single person, I really have no need for a house because it's just me.
1: You millennial not being able to afford. What, what did you spend your money on this time? Probably shoes. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> shoes. Walk barefoot. <laughs> when you could have a house, sir, you'd rather have shoes than a house.
0: That's actually a really tough argument for me. I mean, like, as a shoe, like, sh- <laughs> sneakerhead. Hmm. Would I, I want mean, these Jordans or.
1: Our Sneakers is a much better subreddit than the. I don't even think it's a real subreddit. Our Houses. Our Houses sounds boring. There definitely isn't Our Houses. It's got to
0: it? be. I don't know. I don't spend that much time on Reddit. Our but sneakers
1: it, rules, though. I do follow those our sneakers. Those people are, like, the most base people I, on the internet. I get
0: some fashion advice from those people. Like,
1: they're so pure. They're like, here are my 1,600 sneakers that I've bought in them the last three days. Or
0: it's just someone sitting there, It's like, airport flex, and they're wearing, like, $700 sneakers. Yeah,
1: and everyone's, like, in the comments, like, hyping them up.
0: Oh, yeah. Everyone is... That's the thing with our sneakers is, like, everyone is... will just be, like... Everyone is... No one, like... Dunks or like tuck shit on people like fire, dude. Like everyone is just like you post something and it's like you either like don't get like any like interactions or you just get like compliments and people being like awesome, cool, fly. Like it's so like people it's so just people just being nice and like i
1: think i've also seen them do some detective work where someone's like i found this imprint of a shoe and they're like what is this are someone people- yeah
0: someone did post last week about uh counter fake mar uh nike mars yard shoes or like i don't know shoes that are way more expensive than i could ever afford but like counterfeit ones being like actually going through and being sold on like stock x and like resale and they like Dude posted like diagrams, Venn diagrams, like how to spot a fake. Oh one. my like, god. They like look out for each other. Like it is a community on there.
1: Okay, so that is this week's plug for a subreddit you need to follow is our sneakers. Our sneakers those, those people like I'm not a huge shoe person. Like I wear probably the same pair of shoes every single week. Um and I have a few pair of tennis shoes. I have some Nikes that are they're nice. But it's just like very wholesome. And also like shoes are definitely like their whole ass art form.
0: They um, are. Well, I mean, that's all fashion is too. Fashion is art, and yeah. it's just it's art that you wear. And how you like piece certain things together is also like a form of. You know, it's a, obviously a form of creative expression, but almost like an art in itself too. Like, you sure you didn't make the shoes yourself or design the shoes Mm -hmm. or you didn't design the shirt that you're wearing but by putting them together in certain combinations that itself is art
1: did you know that despite shoes being a unique art form you cannot copyright them really no because they're considered functional and things that are functional like clothing are not subject to copyright protections isn't that insane So how does it so like so you can copyright like so you can There's like For example like Jewelry is not a necessity Shoes are considered A functional necessity Right like That's why shoes. we don't
0: pay Like in, in Minnesota You don't pay taxes yeah, so On you can't, clothing or shoes Yeah and. So
1: even though Your design of a shoe So there's still Like trademark protections Right Um, but in terms of, like, the actual design, you cannot copyright your designs.
0: I never knew that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) fucked up, honestly. We're going to talk about copyright in a little bit, but, uh. That's
0: crazy how that, like, works into what we're talking about. Because, like, so what you're saying is I could take, like, the design of, uh, of, like, a Jordan 3, but as long as I didn't have, like, the Nike logo on it.
1: From what I understand, basically. Like, as long as you didn't have a Nike logo on it and maybe had your own logo on it like copyright law is has evolved a lot over the years because now it used to be you'd have to like apply for a copyright law protection now as soon as a piece of art exists in the world you automatically have intellectual property rights to it but it's if things are considered functional like even though like runway fashion is like insanely unique and interesting maybe the drawings of it it's like kind of like gray area stuff but like the actual clothing and shoes cannot be copyrighted because you can't if we were to copyright things that are a necessity like they would be no longer accessible
0: that's that's a good point so I never thought of that.
1: that's one of those things where it's like wild that fashion is clearly considered to be an art form but you cannot copyright your shoe designs but you do still have trademark protections so there is that
0: right so like anything with like um you can't just like make a like a logo t-shirt Or something
1: Yeah But yeah If you were to make shoes That look similar to another brand But didn't have the logo on it You should be fine I mean like If you think about it That's why there's so many knockoff Like Uggs If you go to like Target All of the True yeah Beloved store Target Or like fake Crocs Yeah all of the shirts There's like fake Crocs Fake Uggs Fake like Converse Like all the shoes Look basically like it But they just don't have the logo They just don't have the logo And if shoes had a copyright protection You would not see fake Uggs And fake Cause they would, they would copyright the shit out of those shoe designs, but they can't. The more, you know,
0: whoa, this is like awesome.
1: Yeah. Learning more about copyright (laughs) law.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So
1: did you know you can't copyright a tweet? Really? Yeah. You can copyright photos and videos attached to tweets. That's why news organizations have to ask you for permission to use videos or pictures But your actual tweet is not copyright protected. Why? Do you know why? I do not know why. I looked it up. Because you think
0: that'd be, like, you publishing your own written word.
1: Yeah, I looked it up. I don't remember the exact rationale, but I think it's just because you post it on a public platform. I wonder if, like, it belongs technically to, like, Twitter or something. But it's not, like, I think it also because it's so brief. It's, like, under a certain amount of characters. So, like, you can't. That's why. Have you noticed, like, the brand of people on Twitter who are, like, They use the same three memes to be like, oh, look, a stolen tweet, or, like, you stole this tweet. I'm like, why? They're like the cops of the internet whenever they see, like, a reposted tweet. And it's like, to me, I'm just like, the nerd part of me is like, you can't copyright tweets, so, like, just drop it. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, being an asshole or bad taste for, like, comedians on Twitter. Yeah, they're the Twitter
1: cops. But, yeah, so... Copyright. I'm certain. I'm learning so much
0: about copyright this episode. Yeah,
1: when you do library science for a master's degree, copyright law is like pretty important. So you better know your stuff.
0: Damn, that's cool.
1: Speaking of copyright law, we're gonna talk about Disney today. Before that, we should probably like say who we are.
0: Oh yeah, uh, it's the third episode of Cancel Club. We're yep. still doing it. Yeah. It was it's going to be a rough one this week because I'm currently in the middle of moving, and we're sitting in my empty bedroom right now.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting on a mattress, like no bed frame, right? Bed frame's
0: taken apart. It's yep. getting ready to be loaded up and moved. Uh, this yeah.
1: microphone's currently, like, on a box right now. We're making do.
0: It's It's been a hell of a week. Yeah. But hey, we're dedicated.
1: Yes, we're, we're here to cancel. We're putting
0: out a third episode. Yeah. We're here to cancel some shit, talk some smack, dunk on some people. Fuck.
1: <laughs> well i'm Catherine.
0: i'm scott Whatever. i
1: basically said we we're about to talk about disney but
0: we will eventually i
1: do want to talk about someone else that should be canceled this we week. gotta talk
0: some shit because okay
1: somebody. before i was like let's talk about shoe copyright law um we were kind of talking about debt student loan debt and how it like derails your whole life basically and there is an up-and-coming political candidate that has a solution for you did you know that if Kamala Harris becomes president and you have a Pell grant that you could get student loan forgiveness. If you have a business that's been operating for three years in a low, what is it? Marginalized or disadvantaged community. Disadvantaged community. That's the language she used. Yeah.
0: That's what she used in her tweet. So
1: to the 22 people who apply for that student loan forgiveness requirement, Here's to you. Cheers.
0: I, I saw this tweet this morning, and I literally responded with, not only is this stupid-ass idea in a joke, it is fucking insulting. Yeah. Like, you're seriously putting this out as, like, an actual, like, policy proposal? Like...
1: Like, say what you will about, <laughs> like, okay, so Elizabeth Warren's plan still means testing bullshit, but it's still, like... It's a lot better than... It's still, though. like, forgiveness... It's, a, it's just like a, An income the, the means testing Is just how much money You make a year Not like Do you have a business Like Or because Because someone said This is similar And to it's when, also only yeah. Pell
0: grants like, Yeah I mean yeah A lot of people Have Pell grants But
1: A lot of people don't And also people are saying It's very similar To Hillary Clinton's plan To basically like Provide loan forgiveness To entrepreneurs And business owners Which someone People have been Rightfully putting out On Twitter And Something that I have experience with through my past job and job experience outside of retail is I feel very familiar with um, kind of loan process for businesses. And basically in order to be a successful business, you need capital. You need capital. And in order to get capital from a bank, you need usually a good credit score or you need, and you also need collateral. And if you don't have those things, you do have other options, but that usually means you're going to be taking out a subprime loan that's risky with high interest, and you still have to have collateral. And you also have to... Should I keep talking? Yep. Um, And you also have to have, like, a business plan, a business pitch, all these things, like... If you want to have a successful business, capital is basically a requirement. You need capital if you're going to have brick and mortar business. You need capital to open it up. If you don't have brick and mortar, then you need it to for staff, for accounting, for supplies. Like that's just like basic 101. So you're telling people with student debt to go get a loan to start their business because most businesses fail within a year. Vast majority of them. It is very rare for a successful small business to make it three years so it's like just from my personal experience it's like absurd the loan process getting capital business is excruciating at times it's not easy it's like a huge deal when businesses small businesses can finally get them it's absurd to be like yep these all these Pell Grant recipients are just out here starting small businesses hey our podcast is a small business
0: not technically.
1: It's a small business. I'm calling it a small business. It's not business. registered
0: LLC. I'm anything.
1: gonna make it Cancel Club Pod LLC.
0: You can do that. It's really easy.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a small business for us, and then we're gonna get student loan forgiveness. I think you
0: just have to have like two hundred dollars.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Because I've I've set up an LLC before.
1: And I think our disadvantaged community is podcast listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and people who want to listen to us. clearly <laughs> <laughs> not not mentally wild. So like every like we're clearly serving like a mentally unwell population. So we're like clearly sp- we're, we're, we meet her requirements, right? If, yeah,
0: let's do it. This seems Spot on. We have a good, solid argument. Hey,
1: here. if we're gonna do this plan, then I kind of want Kamal Harris to be present, so I can be one of the few, like the one of, like we can be part of the thirty people who finally quali- qualify for it.
0: I mean, we still don't want that to happen.
1: No, we don't. But it would be kind of funny. <laughs> it would be. It would be funny. But I mean, like I, I definitely know, like since seeing her just casually tweet about it, I'm sure that got ratioed. I haven't seen the exact ratio of like, comments, but I know, like, most people's responses to it. Like, I know number one trending right now is just Pell Grant. And then it's her tweet. And oh, it's, like, yeah. people are, like, no one is, like, this is a good idea. Everyone's, like, what the fuck? Because it's, like, define disadvantaged community. What does that mean? And also define, like, successfully operating.
0: All day I've seen people quote tweeting her, just dunking on her, just making fun of. It's... It's so stupid. It it really makes me mad because basically what this whole plan is saying is, if I am president, we will do nothing. Nothing. Cause that does that doesn't apply to anyone. Like you, like you joked, as like thirty people.
1: Yep. Nothing. It does absolutely nothing. It's
0: like the same thing Biden said a few weeks ago. Nothing would fundamentally change.
1: It's also just really wild that we have decided that the new people that will save the world are entrepreneurs. Have you noticed that? Just, like, in terms of... It's, like, we've... It's, like, there's still student loan forgiveness plans for people who work in nonprofits and who are teachers, but as, like, news... Like, people as reporting has shown, people are just getting declined left and right because of the current administra- administrations. Like, they're just declining student loan forgiveness applications that usually would be accepted. But it feels like people have just given up on like forgiving student loan debt for just like you know it should be for everyone but it's like I feel like when they're saying we should forgive student loan debt for entrepreneurs I feel like they're treating entrepreneurs like the people that will save the world when they're not going to save the world small business owners are not going to save the world because most of them are just like management they have they they're not going to save the world like a lot of small business, they're they're you know they they perform services for the community but they're like just a part of capitalism and i feel like uh, this plan and every single time a politician is like we must like help entrepreneurs i'm like they're not going to save the fucking world they're not going to save the world If anything probably works for it but that's my take it's
0: and also like another thing about small businesses are i think it was um Tlaib that was saying this week she was talking about how back when they we were originally fighting for a $15 minimum wage that's when it should have been $15 and it should be $20 minimum wage now which I I and everyone else was like fuck yes more of this please and people were like talk, were like in the comments like well oh, what about small businesses small businesses can't afford to pay people $20 an hour blah 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 and um Shit, even Brian, uh, from the Street Fight Radio podcast, he was saying, "I am a small business owner. I pay my employees twenty dollars an hour. We're doing just fine." Yep. And also, like, if you can't, if you're a small business and you can't afford to pay your employees a living wage, then you just can't afford to run a small business. That's mm-hmm. just. Like
1: and you don't like if you if you refuse you, to pay your employees well then you shouldn't exist. Right, I like, mean you if, just shouldn't exist. If
0: you can't afford to pay your employees a living wage, then you can't afford to have employees.
1: Yep, it's just like wild to me because like I do understand like in a in a time where you buy everything from big corporations, like it would be nice to have small business options to buy from instead. But right. it's like. And there are definitely some, like, small businesses that do help the community and whatnot. But it's, like, it's just wild to me that we've given up on, like, education and healthcare and all these things. And now we're just, like, putting the power, like, we're we're putting the future of the world in the hands of small business owners. That's what it feels like to me.
0: Well, just business owners in general. Just
1: business owners in general. It's, like, business owners and entrepreneurs are going to, like, rebuild this shitty world. And it's, like...
0: Amazon and Elon Musk are the ones that are gonna save us. Yep. We're doomed.
1: Bad. That's the, that's the bad take of the week, right there.
0: Well, I mean, we got plenty more bad takes of the week. Um, but yeah, that student loan shit was too much. How about um, RBJ or G saying that uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a very decent person?
1: I don't know. Like she, she also like. She also said, like, thought very highly of Antonin Scalia. Like, she said she respected him. He was, like, a complete ghoul.
0: Oh, he was a monster. And
1: like, she, like, when he died, she was like, I respected him. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, so I'm not entirely surprised by no, that. No,
0: no, it's not surprising, but I was just like, this is... People another still think exa- she's a boss. Another example of why she should have retired a decade ago.
1: Yeah. When not- we could have
0: appointed someone younger... To also hold a more, more I guess more liberal position. Yeah. But like you know, we wouldn't have you know fascists controlling the supreme. I mean, we do. We we still would. I I guess it's a disaster. I we, think that just abolish the supreme yeah, court. Abolish
1: SCOTUS. <laughs> it has. It is actually insane that like the president who like also abolished POTUS like gets to choose like a handful of people who determine like all the laws.
0: Yeah, I remember, like, do you ever remember, like, learning about, like, government in school and thinking about, like, they're like, oh, yeah, all the checks and balances. And I was like, yeah, this all makes sense. And then as you get older, you're like, this actually is stupid and is actually really bad. My government
1: issued propaganda school book telling (laughs) me that the government's working just fine. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not like a single party could completely control every branch of government and just make things hell
1: i just like i feel like yeah i really remember it's like it makes like the when you learn about civics it's like the government is this perfectly balanced like organized civil machine i just learned yesterday so yesterday was my birthday and i went to mankato for my birthday and coming back we drove through saint peter i think Mm. it's what it's called been through
0: there a million times and
1: i learned that saint peter was a was maybe going to be the capital of Minnesota. Really? I didn't know that. So what happened was um, they were going to make it the capital of Minnesota, and they had this bill that they were going to sign, and this politician, like, stole the bill, like, hid out in a hotel room where he was drinking and gambling and, like, playing cards, and they were never able. And he showed up at the very, very end of when they were going to sign it, so never passed into law. Like, he just straight up stole the bill... And just hit out with it. This was like in the late 1800s.
0: So then it the capital became Saint Paul. Yes,
1: because the genuine like consider because like Saint Paul's like near like really close to Wisconsin, so they're like Saint Peter's more accessible to a lot of the other people like to a lot of politicians. It is like it is in terms of like geogra- like geography more accessible than like Saint Paul is, which is like the bank. Like, Bank of the
0: Mississippi River? I guess. I guess I've only, like, just drove through St. Peter, yeah. like, a million times thinking, like, it's just in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah. So, there you go. That's why it's, like, you think, like, politics is a civil thing, but it was, No, like, it's a mess. And it's always been that way. Like, literally, they straight up would just steal bills and go hide out with them.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: why we have St. Paul We've all been capital.
0: We've all been taught. It's, like, oh, yeah, the government was set up for, you know, for the people, by the people, and, like... If you just take two seconds to look at, like, history, it's like, who originally was able to vote? Landowning white males over 21 years of age. Yeah. That demo was had to be, like, the, f- mo- the smallest fraction of people. Yep. And so, like, there was never, no, there was never the case.
1: Yeah. So just, like, abolish SCOTUS, basically. Yeah. But, like... Get rid of it.
0: <sighs> yeah. Your no- notorious RBG is...
1: Icon feminist queen, fucking canceled. Slay queen. I'm just
0: gonna can't. We don't need to go into it. Stupid. <sighs> yeah,
1: she's bad.
0: What else happened this week? What else was cool or bad? Anything fun?
1: I feel like something cool happened, but I'm. I mean, I turned twenty six. Isn't that cool?
0: Congratulations on making it twenty six.
1: Yeah. Um. I feel like I was voted most likely to die the age of twenty five. So the fact that I'm still alive is a big middle finger to all of my high school classmates is, who that, clocked me correctly. That is
0: honestly something to be proud of. Like, no, no joke. You, you,
1: I mean, like, if, if you look at my, at Catherine lore and you look at my life history, it is genuinely surprising I am still alive. It's,
0: it's good news.
1: It is good news. Um, I don't know. I think in terms Boris of, Johnson's
0: prime minister.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: I, can't, I don't know enough about UK politics to go into that, but I just know that's bad.
1: I just know he, like, is bad and evil. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, Britain is, like, the...
0: That's like, home of, like, they invented that.
1: They invented evil. <laughs> they like, invented... Like, really, it's, like, I know, like, the United States is truly evil and cruel, but, like, But we Britain, just learned from our
0: big brother. But,
1: like, Britain is, like, <laughs> they invented it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, like, invented colonialism.
1: Yep so it's we just perfect it can we just uh cue clown music right now as we talk about Brenda? if you find
0: the clown music oh i will put it
1: literally i will find it for you we'll put it in yeah so i don't know i feel like there's that going on. Something based happening today, um, it's Sunday right now, um, is Bernie did take a bus to Canada with some people with diabetes, yep. so some he, diabetics. He did the
0: same thing 20 years ago for, I think it was women with breast cancer.
1: Yep, and so they took a bus to, I think, Ontario. Um where they were able to get insulin for 34 dollars, which is still too expensive. Oh
0: yeah, because I saw um it should be a chart free. where it costs like six dollars to produce.
1: Yeah. It should still not
0: it shouldn't even it should just be free free.
1: but yeah. he was saying it's and they it was a bus from Detroit and in Detroit it cost about I think it was like 340. Mm-hmm. um and so I think that's pretty based. He has been consistently, on the ground with people he has been using his campaign emails to warn people about ice raids he's been using his campaign emails to tell people about strikes and about unions so i think that this is just like you said he's done this before but it's just a continuation of his campaign which is about being on the ground being with the people um and i think it's really powerful because i think even $340 for a vial of insulin is like pretty cheap compared to other parts of the united states right now Yeah, it's Um, insane. So, I mean, as I've said, I said, like, on our first podcast, it was not even a few weeks ago that uh, a 20-something-year-old... 21-year-old. 21-year-old died of insulin rationing in Minnesota, which is considered to have some of the best health care in the United States, which... So what does
0: that show? Like, how fucking low is that bar? Yep. That, like, we have some of the best health care and, like, we know, we still have people dying of a completely treatable... Ugh, it's sad. Yep. Crazy. Well, should we, uh...
1: Talk about what we're going to cancel?
0: Get into our main cancellation. The weather's getting fucking wild out
1: oh here. Oh my god.
0: I wonder if, uh, that tornado is making its way back around.
1: Wait, is there a real-ass tornado today?
0: There's t- tornado warnings. There's sirens going off and in my neighborhood, and I got a thing on my phone saying, Tornado warning, seek shelter now. But that was, like, five, that was, like, uh, at, like, three o'clock, but...
1: Oh, so no, my poor cat is all alone.
0: We should get this pod recorded before uh, yeah, Tornado t- takes us away.
1: It says, Tornado Watch expires in metro area, remains in place in Southern Minnesota, Western Wisconsin. Damn. And this was at 6.38 today.
0: We're fine. I've lived here forever. Yeah. I, don't, I literally, the, the tornado sirens were going off, and I was just like, man, I don't have time for no tornado. I got shit, I got to
1: do. I just, like, <laughs> if there's going to be a tornado, I just need to, like, get my cat and so we can, like... Because you know, I think like my the the apartment building I live in used to be a 1920 schoolhouse. Oh, yeah, you guys have like a bomb shelter. We or have something. a legit like in the basement, they've turned it into so- storage space. It's like a legit bomb shelter. So if anything ever goes down, I'm going to just like be in my apartment building in the bomb shelter they built. I just hope the
0: tornado picture. just <laughs> takes me out right away.
1: Yeah, that'd be ru- that would be cool too. I mean,
0: once you reach your your like mid 20s or like as like millennials, I feel like we're just ambivalent to disasters like that towards like
1: it's just, like, a if very... If it happens, it happens.
0: Yeah. Just make it quick. It know. actually,
1: like, is kind of, like, a... Mo- not even... It's just, like, a very passive, like, suicidality. It to just be, like, I want the world to end. And it just, like... It's terrifying right. that, like, so many young people are just, like, I want to die. It's, like,
0: I can keep on going, I guess. But, like, if it did end, it's, like, well...
1: It's, uh-oh. It's real college student walking out into traffic mindset. I... Which I, is like every college student. They I just literally j-walk. do that
0: every day at work because yeah. I have to work. I have to cross a busy street and I'll just be like, I think I can make it. I'm just going to start walking right now. Hit
1: me. <laughs> Go for it. Who cares? See if uh, I care.
0: Just, we're just going to give it a shot.
1: Yeah.
0: What? Okay. Um, should we enter in a musical break or do we have a good segue?
1: Let's just do a walking break. Okay. Keep, break music. Cue now. All right. <laughs> All right, so today we're gonna to talk about everyone's beloved media corporation, Disney. Um, so how about we talk about how we feel about Disney and our history with Disney? Do you want to go first?
0: Sure, I guess. I mean, I'm a millennial and grew up on the '90s Disney stuff. I know all of the. I know Catherine doesn't know any of the Disney afternoon cartoons like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers or Ducktales or. No, I do know those. Go, do you know Groove Troop?
1: I was allowed Disney growing up. You were allowed What's Disney Goof growing Troop? up. What's Goof Troop? Okay, so maybe I wasn't.
0: It's a spin-off from a Goofy movie, or no, no, a Goofy movie was Goof after Troop? a Goofy movie was after Goof Troop. Goof Troop. No. It's Goofy and his son Max, and they're you know like. Oh, uh, I watched It's like a like sitcom. Almost.
1: Okay, I've seen like I think I've seen like the other ones though. Like Chip Duck and da- Ta- Duck Ducktales,
0: the new Ducktales. It's fucking tight. It's okay. really good. Amazing voice cast. It's like. It's it's like a like long overarching like story and stuff too actually really good yeah but I yeah I grew up with Disney obviously like anyone else um, I liked the Disney movies as a kid I loved was a big fan of Hercules. that was my favorite Disney movie when I was a kid um, obviously now because Disney owns half the world I everyone, anyone who knows me knows I am a huge Simpsons fan and that's my favorite show of all time. Which they own now, I guess. Um, I like Star Wars, and as a someone who grew up as a huge Spider fan, Spider Man and Marvel fan, which is another Disney property now. You know, I Disney owns everything I ever loved. Yeah. <laughs> That's I guess that's my history with Disney. What about you? Because I didn't I didn't know you were able to watch Disney stuff.
1: I watched Disney stuff. I so my TV consumption was mostly PBS. Like I wasn't allowed. Like, that's actually cool. Yeah, I just wasn't allowed like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. So did you watch
0: Sesame Street?
1: Yeah, I watched Sesame Street. Do you have
0: any connection to the Muppets? Because I, they are also now a Disney property.
1: Really? As of uh, like not a really. Few, as I of like don't think like a decade ago or. When more. I I remember my TV consumption was like um Arthur I think and um Dragon Tales and oh this God. one animated show about Siamese cats or something Never watched that one Um I forget what it's called I, think I got
0: too old by the time I was
1: Um on. and then I watched like Disney Channel stuff so I remember watching like and Dale I watched so I mean I watched like Looney Tunes too I guess like I was so awesome those were that,
0: wholesome enough for you. Yeah,
1: it was stuff like Pokemon, Rugrats, those type of shows. I was not allowed. You couldn't watch Rugrats. No, that was forbidden. in That my was household. one
0: of my favorite shows when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved. It Rugrats. wasn't
1: like it was. It wasn't like I was completely forbidden from watching anything secular. It was more like it had to be like g-rated disney
0: was tame enough yeah to be okay
1: yeah i mean i think like disney is usually is pretty widely accepted in uh like in christian households yeah I so it's
0: a little off topic but like were you able to watch any like of the cartoon network shows like what i don't know any of them like powerpuff girls or any of that stuff i do
1: remember watching powerpuff girls because i
0: know cartoon network shows can get a little raunchy little
1: yeah it was like it was like some of them I mean, I just don't, I remember watching TV growing up, but I think I spent a lot of my childhood more like, I was more an outdoorsy kid. Like, I don't think I really grew up on TV. See,
0: I was like a latchkey kid, you know, I went to daycare for a few years and once I reached a certain age, it's, you know, cheaper to just have me sit at home in the summertime by myself. Yeah. Just, so I grew up with TV. TV was ra- was what raised me.
1: I think I really started watching like TV when I was like nearing middle school, not really when I was like a kid. But I watched Disney movies when I was a kid.
0: See, I was always more of a, a TV person because movies are more expensive. TV's free. Yeah. So See,
1: my family, my they currently own every single Disney movie made on VHS, even like the weird ones, like Black Cauldron. Do you remember that one? Yeah. We own I, like that I one. on I do have a
0: lot of Disney VHS's, so I guess um, I would. I guess I watched a lot of those movies as a like a young kid. Yeah. Or like when I was a kid. Uh, Toy Story, which was Pixar, I'm just Disney. That was my all-time favorite movie. And it still is, like, forever. Like, I would not be who I am without that movie. Yeah. Like, not even close.
1: Because, I mean, I, I definitely, I like, think growing up, my favorite movie as a kid was Snow White. My parents told me I would just, like... Really? Yeah, they said I would just watch it. That's an like, interesting
0: movie to have as your favorite movie.
1: Yeah, that's not what I would have ever expected. But, apparently, I would, like demand to watch it like three times a day and i knew like all the words and lyrics and like would dance the choreography in the living room and like my parent i don't know i think like i sounded kind of psychotic as a child honestly i think but apparently that was my favorite movie but like now my favorite disney movie is like mulan Whenever I have like a mental crisis i just like watch mulan but when i was a kid it was snow white and i think it's also so I lived in Florida for two years when I was a kid. And when um, we lived there, they had like a season pass to Disney World. And then I lived also a lot of my life in Alabama and Georgia. And like the easiest family vacay is just drive down to Orlando. So I've been to Disney World like probably five, six plus times um, at a young age. And I think the last time I went to Disney World was in high school. So I have been a lot and I have to say like it's just such a part of my childhood that like i have a mickey mouse hat somewhere that i'm like i want my mate Mi- i want to have mouse ears i want to look like a cute little mouse and i have like a Mi- I have like a mickey mouse charm bracelet at home somewhere like i still like watching disney movies like they're very comforting to me um there's something just so it's about the aesthetics of it and i think the nostalgia of it so i do i do love disney movies but like disney as a corporation is like a whole other story
0: yeah that's it's hard to that's the thing we're gonna have to do with this episode is reconcile like our love of the product and characters for the harsh realities of yeah corporate you know existence
1: yeah because i mean it's like I do I it's like I do love the movies and I think it's like a con- I think people, you know, know like you can critique you can love something and also critique it. And for me that's going to be Disney because I do I do love Disney stuff. Like I I sometimes still go into that Disney store in the mall sometimes. So I do have to say I it.
0: haven't been in a long time because I'm a a single white male who
1: go in with me. I, yeah, yeah.
0: I can't go because I would definitely love to look at all the toys and we stuff. We can in there, shop but, for our but imaginary
1: I, child. I cannot.
0: Go in there by myself That's without fair. looking weird. We're
1: gonna we're gonna go in there and say we have a, a small child.
0: You to don't say anything.
1: <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, I always get like I always like to get like little coffee mugs and stuff. I
0: loved. There used to be a Disney store at um the Roseville Mall. Mm-hmm. And there used to be a WB store there too, yes! a Warner Brothers. store. I
1: remember WB stores. I
0: loved that place as a kid. I had little uh, Pinky and the Brain little yeah. bendable figures. I loved. All cause I'm I liked Looney Tunes i like
1: what's the yellow bird Tweety Tweety <laughs> I liked Tweety as a kid I I <laughs> The love... yellow bird I had a Tweety game on uh, I had a game I was allowed a Game Boy as a kid but I only was like allowed two games it was like a Tweety game and like maybe one other but I like love Tweety and I think I got like a Tweety doll at the W B store
0: yeah I still I think I still have my like um, pinky from Pinky and the Brain like little like. Beanie Baby style. Yeah. I Roseville Mall used to slap back in the day. used to have that cool, they had a huge Disney store that used to be like on a corner. So like it took up the whole corner and you mm. can go in there. And the Warner Brothers store used to have, they used to have like, um, I remember you had like things you could like crawl in and they had big statues of uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck on the outside. Like pil- pillars. And now that mall is just like mostly pretty boring.
1: Yeah. But Disney store slaps. It does. Yeah,
0: I'll have to check it out So,
1: there's a part of me, too, and also lately I've been like, what if I went back to Disney World? I kind of want to go to Disney World. I've never been before. Okay, we have to go to Disney World, because mainly because I want an excuse to go, and I just someone, like one of my... Um, we
0: just spent the whole first chunk yeah. of this episode talking about how poor I am. It, I have to go to Disney
1: <laughs> We're going to make a fun... We're going to start a Kickstarter to send you to World? Disney World.
0: With that. It's
1: your dying wish in a dying world to go to <laughs> And I will go with you because I love Disney World. I love rides. Like, so okay, so like one of my TAs from call co- in college, she's like on our honeymoon honeymoon, and I'm like, what if I just fucked around and got married so I could have like a Disney honeymoon?
0: That would be actually really fun.
1: Yeah. Like, it looks so much fun. I'm like, I kinda wanna go to Disney World. So, Scott, we're going to Disney World. I'm gonna make it happen. We'll plan it. I'm gonna raise the funds. Twenty
0: 2020- twenty something we'll go to disney world we
1: are demanding more podcast listeners so that we can afford going to disney world <laughs>
0: we'll record a podcast from disney world yes
1: um but yeah okay so we both love disney we're gonna get that out of the way in different I sh- ways I should,
0: okay i should say we don't we don't love disney i
1: like disney products and movies right the characters,
0: characters. you know their products yes. and stuff like that we don't love the corporation yes. there's a would be difference. would be insane
1: so, I think there are a few big things to talk about, um, but to tie into our earlier conversation about copyright law with shoes, a big reason why Disney fucking sucks is because of their impact to on co- copyright law.
0: And you, kn- you know a lot more about this than I do.
1: Yeah, so copyright law used to be that when you created a work of art, so you wrote something drew something something a work of art that was out in the world you had to I believe apply for a copyright so not everyone did because it was kind of I think it required time and money but once you got your copyright it was valid 14 years after your death um and so that was the way it was and Disney came along. Oh,
0: we should say, and then after the 14 years, it enters public, public domain. Public domain, yeah. Which means anyone can use it for yeah. anything without having to pay yes. any royalties to so anyone. So
1: public domain, something if you're not aware of, the Gutenberg Project, I believe it's called, is a huge collection of public domain books, writings, and so stuff like, that you we can should give to. an example
0: of something that's in public domain. So, like, um, any fairy tale... Stuff yeah. like that—it's all public domain. Anything, all the stuff Disney written. made their money off of in the like fifties. Yes, this is all public domain. I believe
1: everything written before nineteen twenty-two is now in the public domain. Right, so you yeah. can use
0: all those characters without. That's why so things many things
1: like Shakespeare plays—they're right. they're in the public right. domain, which is exactly yeah. why
0: so many Disney characters and like their movies are based off, like Cinderella or the Little Mermaid. All that stuff is all based on you know, old characters yep. and you that can were find, in the public domain so yep. they can use them all.
1: And you can find all those fairy tales on the Gutenberg project, which is a public domain project, which is super great. So that's how it used to be. Um, and Disney, someone, people, they were, when they were looking into it, they found that before every single time copyright law would get extended it was when mickey mouse's copyright law or like the like he was coming Steam up willie that it was right when it was about to expire all of a sudden they would extend copyright law and like it is noted that disney hella hella lobbied for it and now a work is still copyrighted i think up to like almost a hundred years after your death
0: i think i remember learning in school it's that it not that it, it was like 50, I think it's like 80 ish now but it's it's now even more because I think Mickey's coming up was coming up on his um so it's
1: it, it's it uh, he's, or will be soon yeah it's gonna be I think 2023 but people have a lot of people have um theorized that nothing's gonna happen because they think that there would be too much pushback against it now because when it happened at the time it just kind of like slid through like people weren't really paying attention but now it would be much harder think for example like Google is a a company that is not in favor of copyright protections because they had like they were doing like a Google books project I yeah, so copy- about this. Yeah, so they were, doing, they were trying to get a bunch of books that you could use, and copyright law was hella in the way of their project. So there are a lot of big tech corporations where copyright law isn't good for them, like copyright protection. So I don't think it's going to happen, but, like, it has permanently changed copyright law, and what happens is it forces so many works to just die because the, the creator dies – and that work is protected for right. for so fucking long, and so it's it's permanently changed copyright law. And it's people like, don't have a,
0: if something is still owned by somebody, people just it's harder for people to access that material.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the a lot of information should be accessible. I mean, not to say Disney is responsible for the copyright crisis. I mean, but it has definitely contributed to a culture in which we value like protecting works over accessible, accessibility to knowledge. Like, for example, it's like, for example, like, um, a lot of, some of the most important information in the world is trapped behind paywalls. And be, it's because so much important literature and studies and shit just get copyrighted and no one can access them. And so I'm not saying that's necessarily Disney's direct responsibility, but they are the one that has lobbied the intense copyright protections yeah. we have today. And I do have to say, in Europe, I think that's always been 50 years, so it's not, like, it has zero precedent. But I do think, like, it is... It's really Disney is the one that has c- led to a copyright crisis. That's the only way I can describe it. And it is, like, really ironic that they all their ch- characters are public domain. All of them.
0: That's what I... Well, not all of them. Not, like, their original... But, like, yeah. all of, like... The early Disney movies all that they the made, e- like the ones Snow, made Snow White, Corp. Cinderella, yeah. Jungle Book, Robin Hood, Black Cauldron.
1: Yep.
0: All, I think Black Cauldron, right? Because that's, a is that a Sword in the Stone? I have no idea. No, movie? no, no,
1: there is a Sword in the Stone. The Sword
0: in the Stone. All yeah. of that stuff is all public yeah. domain stories that Disney yep. just adapted and made their money on.
1: And, well, I mean, with the current, with the upcoming, because it's Steamboat Willie, that, that's what's coming up. Um, Mickey Mouse's trademark is still theirs and later iterations of Mickey Mouse are still protected Um, so I don't think they're really in trouble also because of it but it'll be interesting to see how Disney responds to copyright law in the upcoming years
0: so I just looked this up right now that apparently January 1st 2024 is when Mickey Mouse is, is it says here on Google So on January 1st, 2024, the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon, Steamboat Willie, will pass into the public domain, along with the barn dance. The expiration of the copyrights of these films will mean that anyone can make copies of them. Yep. So the character, I guess, I don't think Mickey Mouse would exactly enter the public domain, but people can make any copies of...
1: It's the iteration of the... It's the Mickey Mouse in that cartoon.
0: Right. So... But that is like... It's older. It is, but it's, that's, not, the, that's, it's not the current. But Mickey that's mouth. like the basic components of Mickey yeah. right there.
1: It's gonna be interesting. It's really gonna be one of those things that we're not gonna know what it looks like until we get there.
0: Yeah, wiki I couldn't even imagine what it would be like.
1: So that's just like that's one reason why I dislike Disney. Um, but it's definitely not the worst one. I think maybe the way they treat their workers is probably pretty bad. I
0: mean, we did talk a little bit about, you know, paying employees, you know, what they're worth and a living wage.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, I found this article that was from the LA Times that came out last year. And I just want to read a few excerpts from it because it's like truly horrifying. So, it's op-ed, Disneyland's workers are undervalued, disrespected, and underpaid. This should not even, it's like, that's just a fact. I mean, you could just delete Disneyland and just say workers are undervalued, disrespected, (laughs) and underpaid. But, like, Disneyland's workers especially. Um, So, in this article, this is just insane. Okay. Our survey of food service workers, hairstylists, costumers, candy makers, security guards, custodians, hotel workers, retail workers, ticket takers, musicians, puppeteers, singers, and dancers affiliated with 10 different unions revealed that 85% of Disneyland employees are paid less than $15 an hour. Even among full-time employees who have worked at Disneyland for more than 15 years, 54% are paid less than $15 an hour and 13% are paid less than $11 an hour workers at the anaheim resort are paid so little that more than one in ten report being homeless at some point in the last two years two-thirds say they don't have enough food to eat three meals a day and three-quarters say they can't afford basic expenses every month over a third of employees enrolled in disneyland health insurance plan report they have to give up other necessities to pay the monthly premiums that is just a small section from this gigantic article and investigation but that is like so fucking horrifying and it's um, – th- that's just from Disneyland, but I've heard the exact same of Disney World um, and just the Disney Corporation generally. Like, they do not fucking pay their workers. And I looked up the – what how much money the fucking Bob Iger makes, and it's like – I don't even remember. It was like – it was too much. It was too much money. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up again because it's like – I mean, I I've pulled up how much money Disney makes every year because their revenue – And 2018 was $59.434 billion. That is absurd. To not have to, to not pay, to have employees that can't eat three meals a day. Who can't, who have to give up necessities to pay their premiums. Like, that is just, like, so, 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 so disgusting. Um, And I know this is something that Bernie has recently brought to attention, um, although, I the fucking dumb controversy that day was he was like, we need to pay Disneyland, Disney World, like, Disney, just Disney employees more. And they were like, oh, typical man stealing another person's ideas because Abigail Disney, who is the ga- granddaughter.
0: Of Roy Disney. Yes. The brother of Walt Disney. Yes,
1: so the one who created the, the company. So she's the granddaughter. Her net worth is around $120 million. I think it's above a hundred million. So she is rich as fuck. And so she went undercover and, um, to, to observe worker conditions and was very vocal about them. And she's done interviews about how rich people have been taxed more, but I, funny enough, she always refers to rich people as they, and never we. She's like, rich people, yeah, they should be taxed more. I'm like, you're also included, ma'am. So it's like, people are like, she's out here and Bernie's stealing her ideas I'm like okay well I'll I'll listen to her more when she redistributes her wealth maybe because um, she's still worth over a hundred million dollars right.
0: she's 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 saying good things technically but she, like she also needs to start putting her money where her mouth is you yeah
1: know? so it's like it's have it's been documented and it's like I mean it's, like, it, I mean, it's gone to the point where it's like an heiress a Disney heiress is out here saying like the She said that the CEO gets paid too much, which is true. I mean, all CEOs probably get paid too much, but it's like, it's, so it's just, um, it's, it's horrifying. Anytime I see an article about worker conditions, in addition to not being paid enough, what I also see is that they're like, it gets, um, claustrophobic. They're not like fed. They get dehydrated. It's too hot. Like just the conditions are also not good. It's just like, what goes into because this is basically like disneyland and disney world and i don't know exactly how much they make up their profits compared to their movies it's probably like a smaller portion but like it's definitely like all the workers are the ones putting on the whole spectacle for people and they're like all dead inside i think (laughs) yeah horrifying terrifying i highly recommend reading the whole article um from LA Times. It's
0: just an like another example of why unions are so important and just like the fight for like workers' rights and like not I, not even what's the word I'm trying to find here. Not just like workers' rights but just like um am just treating people like people. Yep. Like like we have to fight so hard just for that.
1: I mean it's just like the CEO makes millions and millions and millions of dollars. This corporation, like, and owns the world, makes so much money, and it's, and it's like, And these people are working. skipping
0: meals and living in their cars. Yeah, like,
1: homeless. Homeless people. Yeah. It's, like, it's so insane. So it's just, like...
0: And I'm sure in, like, Orlando, like, Disney runs, probably runs that town. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm sure they employ a lot of people in that city, and then, like, but then they also pay them nothing. Yep. Even though they control, like, they're the only place for people to work in that city. You know, it wasn't the... Wasn't the Florida Project kind of, like, it that? I didn't see that movie, but wasn't it?
1: I haven't seen that movie, but I'm no, sure it's something like And I
0: can't that. talk about it, because I even, don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. So, it's, like, that's just a huge thing with the zines. And it's also just, like, not, it's, it's, once again, it's, like, public record, you can find this shit out in the open, but I just feel like people don't fucking care. It's, like, it's just, like, it's so disgusting, um, and that's just, like, something about Disney that... They're fucking canceled.
0: Well, obviously. That. That's why we're talking about them.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's that's just yeah, that's not part um, of it. Um,
0: we were talking before we started recording about all the Disney remakes.
1: Yeah. They're kinda like
0: trash. You wanna like talk on those a little bit too?
1: Okay, so which Disney, which ones have you seen? We've both seen Jungle, Jungle I've Book. I've seen
0: Jungle Book. I haven't seen any of them okay. otherwise.
1: So Jungle Book slaps.
0: Jungle Book's actually good. I mean, yeah. it's and it's what what, what got um, Jon Favreau to do The Lion King, which yeah. I'm not bothering to Parent. see, which I kind of had hype for when they're like the cast and stuff. But then I like, guess more came out. I was like, I actually don't yeah. care about this.
1: Yeah. So it's like I saw Jungle Book, which I think I saw like really early in the morning, like a matinee thing, like 11 a.m. showing. And I was like, like crying during it. I mean, most movies make me cry. I cry during punk Kung Fu Panda movies.
0: Kung Fu Panda, underrated. Those are actually pretty good. Kung
1: Fu Panda 2 made me sob. Kung
0: Fu Panda 2 was great. I yeah. never saw 3 or 1. I only saw 2.
1: It slapped. It's really good. It made me cry. Um, But anyway, <laughs> uh, that mo- so Jungle Book was really good, I think, because it... Definitely, you. We were going to talk about it. You said it's more of an adaptation, really, than a remake, because it's well, like because
0: Jungle Book is also one of those public domain stories. Yeah, and it's um,
1: it's it's different. Like the tone of it is different. The plot is slightly different. Like yeah, I dig it's deeper on
0: certain. It's less like musical. Like there's yeah. some musical parts to it. Yeah, but
1: it it's definitely more mature. It feels like as a movie. Yeah, and so that one's really good. Um, the other ones I've seen is I've seen Cinderella. Which I th- I actually liked that movie. Um, I think it's because uh, I want to be a pretty princess and like have a nice romantic life or whatever. I think I think that movie is very good at being very magical and whatnot. So I would say I, I think there's some valid criticisms of that movie for a lot of different reasons, but like I think overall it's like a pretty good one. Um, and then I have also seen Beauty and the Beast, which is bad.
0: I never saw him. that one.
1: Was bad. I feel like had no interest. They made a lot of changes to the plot that just didn't make sense. Emma Watson's not a musical actress. Like I think she can be a good actress. I mean, but I just don't think that role, it was very weird for her. Um it, the original movie is very like lively and dynamic and it's the, the I mean movie, it was it was nominated
0: for best picture. Yeah. The original animated version. Was. It
1: was the first animated movie to make it to the right, best to film right, Oscar category. And
0: the um pretty much the reason like it being nominated for Best Picture created the category of Best Animated Feature, yep. which I think is kind of fucked up because then you'll never be able to see an animated movie be nominated for Best Picture.
1: The next time that happened was Up, I think. Really? Yep, Up got in that category, but that's, that's just insane. But it makes
0: it really hard to really do. Really hard. We're like, honestly, Into the Spider-Verse last year
1: Yeah.
0: probably could have won Best Picture for me. I mean, thankfully it won Best Animated. Yep. But like...
1: There should be way more, yeah, animated. And it's like... So B abuse was bad. And I think just like what we've talked about is I think I think first of all, like animated films I think are already just so disrespected as an art form. And it's just like I feel like I feel like we just need to accept that animated films can do things that live action films just can't.
0: It's a completely different medium.
1: It is able to produce things that just live actors and settings can't do I mean like
0: you can bring out emotion in characters and make people like project that emotion to make people feel it I think a lot better with animated characters
1: and yeah and I think it's just like what does I mean I saw this article I mean I don't have to read anything from it because the headline speaks for itself it's like Disney won't stop making live action remakes until they stop making money." money yeah like it's just so profitable for them like I haven't seen Aladdin I haven't seen um any of the Maleficent there was a Maleficent one oh yeah there's a
0: new one coming out yeah there's another
1: one I haven't seen the Lion King which I hear is bad it's um and I they're just doing it to make money and I think kind of what we've also talked about this these live action remakes is also I think just this monetization of nostalgia
0: I, I mean yeah which is really which is like I mean you had, it's not a live action remake but then you had Toy Story 4 come yep. out this year which I saw and thought it was fine didn't think it sh- i don't think it should have included like the original toy story cast It would have been better as a spin-off movie yep. because i don't like it as toy story canon but whatever but that's also just like kind of milking the nostalgia yep uh, especially because the third one ended so perfectly like yep. it was have you seen Toy Story 3?
1: Yeah, I have. It's
0: incredible. Yeah,
1: Toy Story 3 was amazing. I think did that came out I think when I was in high school.
0: 2010.
1: Yep, I was in high school, I think. It I came was... out just
0: we were like the same age as Andy was in that movie. Yeah.
1: I think I was like I think I watched it after it came out on DVD. Sure. I think I was watching it on my I think I was watching it on my laptop in bed and I was like sobbing. Oh yeah,
0: I can't watch that movie without completely falling apart. Yeah, at the end. falling
1: apart. So good. And I feel like this is just all these live action remakes are just part of a greater trend of
0: So like we can kind of nostalgia. cancel Disney for just for being like creatively bankrupt. Yeah, I mean they still but they all, They're I just
1: doing it to make money. They
0: still also they also own Marvel, so they've got all all Marvel movies are Disney films. Yep. Star Wars now too, which Uh, if we want to talk about like creative mm-hmm. bankruptcy with
1: nostalgia monetizing Star nostalgia, Wars yeah.
0: is like way up there. I love. I loved yeah. Force Awakens.
1: I mean, it was like a shot by shot like. It
0: was. It was still good though. I still really enjoyed it. Was still it, good. Which a lot of people. I liked it too. A lot of people hated on it. I really liked it.
1: Really, I feel like the consensus was that one was good, and then the next one was bad. So okay,
0: I'm gonna go. I want to go through them in order because. Um, go in. Force Awakens. Love that movie. It's the one Blu-ray I own. Because I just who owns Blu-rays or who owns DVDs anymore.
1: Me, I I do.
0: I'm well. I'm I am i am i do not I buy
1: them on sale. I also don't watch movies live. I have a whole shelf devoted to I them. Know. Are you dragging me?
0: No. Um, <laughs> Rogue One. A lot of people loved that movie. I, I thought it was terrible. It. I never I saw it. I thought it was so fucking boring.
1: Don't they all die at the end? Because, well, I mean, it also takes
0: place <laughs> like you know, like twenty minutes before episode, like A New Hope. So it's like because like they can only you know Star Wars is all about nostalgia now they can only make stories that take place within like a 20 year time span. Last Jedi. Could, like, I thought it was good. Could have been, it was very subversive of Star Wars and basically said like, fuck you, do a lot of like Star Wars things that people thought, which I really liked. Um, Falls apart in some areas. Overall, I think still kind of decent. Um, Solo was just, God awful!
1: I, I hated I never that, saw movie. that one.
0: Good, don't waste your time. Did you see Last Jedi?
1: Uh yeah, I've seen both of. I've seen Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I did not like Last Jedi.
0: You didn't. Why do you have?
1: Um, I just remember being annoyed by it.
0: <laughs> that's that's fair.
1: I just remember like, I think I I can't because I I remember the plot. I was it just felt very like, the first one felt just so like. Engaging, and I felt like the second one, the plot just seems so trite at points, or or just felt very like I don't know, not as like I don't know, compelling maybe. Yeah, I think I just that's think why it I wasn't didn't... emotionally invested. I think in that's
0: it. why I didn't attach to it as much as this I did yeah. Force Awakens, even though yeah. I, I think
1: the way the characters, the the time you spend with the characters and the way you're introduced to them in Force Awakens, you emotionally invest in them more versus the second one. I just felt very like I didn't have much of a. That so, like, sense. when certain characters die in that one, I didn't feel anything, Yeah. which is not usually a good thing. Yeah,
0: I think the only things I did like about that movie really are how it um, kind of, like, gives the finger to, like, Star Wars fans and, like, all, like, the Star Wars, like, theorists and, like, speculators are, like, who is Snoke? What's his yeah. deal? What's going to happen? And they're just like, he's no one. Don't even fucking worry about him. It's nothing. Like, who's Rey? What's her deal? Not even a thing. Don't even worry. Like, I liked that a lot. How it's just, yeah. like, fuck you. Like, everything you, f- like, thought, you know. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that part. But the movie overall, I guess, I can see it.
1: It which, just wasn't
0: it's, as... It's, it's, I, I only watched it once. And where Force Awakens I saw, it like, five times. I
1: also think Force Awakens is a very cohesive, cohesive and tight movie. Like, it, the yeah. plot is really tight. And I think the the next one, I think just so much of it, I think it dragged on a lot for me, too. Where I was, like, like this could... Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. I mean, I didn't hate it or anything. I thought it was like an okay movie, but it wasn't like a. It is really like again. a slow
0: speed chase with that yeah. with the ship, like you know, being chased yeah. by the you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of how I feel with a lot of these remakes. Is like kind of what I was talking about earlier. Is I think there's a huge trend with media of just making things that are nostalgic. Mm-hmm um like a lot of the live action remakes um like you know stranger things like which i like i haven't seen the next new season yet cuz i need like to, i want to like I like it. i
0: like it more than the second season
1: really okay mm-hmm. i want to see it i like stranger things i'm i'm not this isn't a critique of stranger things um but i think there's just a huge i cuz what i was talking about earlier is i feel like the reason why we crave the past and nostalgia is cuz we have, we have no future. There's no hope for the future. There's no we, hope for the future that all we can do and no hope in the present. So all we can do is look to the past. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happening is media companies are recognizing that, that trend. And so they're putting out all these live action remakes because people, of course, want to relive the glory days that don't remind them of the desperation of now. The hell world that we live but in. But it's funny because di- corporations like Disney are the reason why things are so fucked up right now.
0: It's six. O'clock. It's, like, so it's like it's like it's like an Ouroboros.
1: Yes, it's like we are so we want nostalgia things because we hate the world we're in. And Disney said, Here, I'll give you nostalgic things to distract you from the world actually I've helped create. And that's kind of what I think is so insidious about it. Is like I really think the nostalgia trend is just people not wanting to exist now. Which is really understandable. Not to say that, you know, when those live action movies were made, things were dandy. They weren't. But I think it's just like The idea... like You were a
0: child when those came out. Yeah. So, like, I mean, things are never that terrible. Like, when you look back on it as a kid, like, those were good times.
1: And also those animated movies are all just fun and filled with hope and they're not sad. And so it's like we'd much rather just, like, have a remake, get to relive something, than, like, have to look at... I mean,
0: you could say that's also why the superhero and Marvel movies are so... Yeah. So, because they're hopeful... Yep. Ish. You know, it's it's escapism They from... have a nostalgia
1: element to them, too. Like, Captain America is a very nostalgic superhero. Yes, very
0: much. Super, uh, Superman, when he's not done by a libertarian like Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Superman is, the, you know, also very like I think comics like that. have
1: been... Over, like, it's just an inherent, like, kind of nostalgic element to them, too, I think. Especially the, now, yeah. yeah. So, I think it's like... With all these live-action remakes, I think it's just kind of like... On the one hand, some of them are fun, like Jungle Book. I like Cinderella, maybe because happy. I want to be a pretty princess. But like, <laughs> I I think like it's just it's really they're just it's just fucking money makers. Yeah, that's that basically. Um, and I think the last point is: uh, is Disney a monopoly? Is are they the <laughs> media so, monopoly?
0: What all do they have now? They just they just have they but. 20th Century Fox, which yep. is still insane to me because, like, they are they already, like, huge. Like, you never would have th- suspected that unless you were yep. the Simpsons writers 20 years ago.
1: No. It's like Lu- Lucas, George Lucas.
0: They have 20th Century Fox, which includes so many characters. That's, like, the Alien franchise now is owned by Disney. Wow. The Simpsons, my beloved Simpsons. Yep. Um. They also have Lucasfilm. And Marvel and ABC, the network, the television network, ESPN. Um, they hold, now hold a majority stake in Hulu.
1: Really? Oh, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have the streaming service coming out this The Disney year. Plus
0: streaming service that's yep. coming out.
1: Which apart, I like...
0: I'm, uh, I'm going to probably subscribe. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm probably going to just so I can watch every episode of The Simpsons. You know, okay. And I really hope they have yeah. them in 4x3 format and not widescreen, all those old 90s ones. We'll just
1: share a subscription. How about that?
0: Yeah, that seems fair. That works.
1: You have my HBO or something?
0: I have a different HBO.
1: Oh. I can give you my Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I can give you my Hulu. I, <laughs> I said
0: I'm moving. I had cut back and I canceled all my streaming services. I'll give you
1: my Hulu. I have Hulu and I HBO. I
0: I got DC Universe.
1: Oh my God! Okay, we're do you gonna... even know
0: anything on DC? No,
1: I don't. <laughs> you got
0: to watch Young Justice. You'd love it. Oh, if,
1: I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah because you were, you, you know like
0: Avatar and Korra. I do. It's very much it's teens. Okay. And it's like it's very overarching story. It's I'll give you my, I'll look it up and I'll give it to you tonight so you can watch Young Justice if you need. There's a lot of episodes, so if you need a new show to watch. Sounds good. But yeah. Anyway, Disney owns everything.
1: Everything, um. And I found this. I was kind of just trying to do some reading for this episode because I feel like I have I know enough about Disney. I think I'm about to sneeze. I think I know about. I'm gonna keep. I think I'm gonna sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm not gonna sneeze. Maybe I'm not gonna sneeze. I don't know. We'll find out. Um. I feel like so I want to do some reading and I found this article on the conversation. It was written December twenty first, two thousand seventeen. And it was before the 21st Century Fox merger. And this article predicts a lot of shit. And I could read a more recent article, but I think... I would like to just read and go yeah, through this please. article together. I didn't know you had this
0: article, so I'm really interested in Yeah,
1: this. and I think it would be good, because just going through it a little bit, it just seems... It's such an interesting take on it, but I think it's crazy because it was before it. And I think it would be good to go through it and see, like, it are the predictions in this article because it it, this was when it was a potential merger not even when they knew it was going to happen so this article is written by margaret suska here we go in the us only a handful of media companies control what children adults watch and read now the number could get even smaller the proposed us 52.4 billion dollar merger i didn't know it was that much fucking money jesus christ okay back to, oh my god okay billion and merger <laughs> of disney and 21st century fox emerged the first and third largest film companies in the world marvel Stu here's what it has um it has all of them oh, cool. marvel studios lucasfilm pixar searchlight 20th century fox and big sky would be all under the same umbrella disney would also acquire control of tv shows tv channels like fx and national geographic adding to a portfolio that already includes abc and espn it would have majority stake in Hulu, which would position the streaming service to take on Netflix head-to-head and what many indus- industry insiders expect will be a battle for market control. So, a lot of shit. I, for- we- I forgot about Pixar and Searchlight. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who studies global media power... Actually, Searchlight,
0: but- I think they just closed that down. Really? After they bought Fox. Because Searchlight, I think, was Fox's, like, more... um indie developer Uh, and i think disney i think this was a few weeks ago just announced that they just completely that was the first one of the first things to be axed from fox which is obviously going to (sighs) happen terrifying
1: okay as someone who studies global media power i find the potential disney fox merger troubling not just because one corporation will control production of narratives about popular culture and politics on television film and streaming services but because it will also create a media powerhouse worth so much that it could be as powerful a state actor on the world stage. For children and adults, media isn't just entertainment. It is in many ways the tapestry of American life. We grow up in front of the television screen. That's literally what we were talking about. Yeah,
0: that's (laughs) 100% raised by TV.
1: Yep, we grew up in front of the television screen, the silver screen, and the computer screen, spending in the United States an astounding 12 hours daily engaged with media. It shapes our attitudes and beliefs, our likes and dislikes, our wants and desires, and even our basic definitions of what it means to be normal. Studies have found that Americans' attitudes about everything from terrorism to race relations are largely formed by what they watch and hear. For example, a 2015 study was able to show that negative stereotyping of Muslims in news reports led to increased support for military action against Muslim countries. Meanwhile, fictional television shows like Homeland, The Americans, and 24 routinely cast foreigners as villains, making it easier for audiences to demonize... That shit is all fucking evil evil propaganda. To demonize citizens from other countries and immigrants, these attitudes have been shown to have a real effect on public policy. I also know, for example, so you know, people who know me know, I fucking love Law and Order and like crime shows, but that shit is straight police propaganda. Mm -hmm. Like it is... It is such propaganda. It is not just propaganda for the police, but it's like, I, I, maybe spicy take, this is my position. The reason why, one of the big reasons why public defenders are not taken seriously is because of shows like Law & Order and shows like that. Because in Law & Order, even like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a fun show, they like fucking hate defense lawyers on that show. Like in any crime show, defense lawyers are shown as evil and horrible.
0: Getting in the way of them putting away the bad guy. Yep. Kind of thing. Yep. But, it, yeah, so, like, like Homeland and 24 and all that shit. That's just straight up, like,
1: I've never propaganda seen him,
0: yeah. for the NSA, CIA, whatever.
1: I've never watched Homeland. No, i am never fucking like, watching I've, that show. I've heard it's bad. It's brain poison. Yeah. Okay advertising to children is a 17 billion dollar industry according to the campaign for a commercial free childhood children's ads have all been connected to eating disorders precocious sexuality youth violence and family stress while contributing to children's diminished comp- capability to play creatively as is the case with all businesses the bottom line for media company trumps any consideration of the public good oh <laughs> oh and i oop. what was that <laughs> uh, let me repeat that the bottom line for media companies trumps any consideration of public good um That's literally the bottom...
0: That's the bottom line for any company.
1: Yeah, any company. Uh, Studios... this, This article slaps, dude. Studios ultimately produce shows that attract the most viewers and sell the most ads and movie tickets, cheaply produced reality television, celebrity gossip, political drama, and films packed with action and special effects. The result is a media system that has become what us media scholar Marty Kaplan calls a weapon of mass distraction. And that's not to say, like... For example, I do like reality TV sometimes, like um i think it can be really fun and i obviously like films act with, act packed with action special effects like marvel movies they're still fun to watch um
0: yeah endgame is probably still up there as one of my favorite movies of this
1: year i'm glad i mean endgame was a great end to a franchise unlike game of thrones so there's that we'll get
0: into that later and that's a later it might be kind of late for game of thrones no point, i think but.
1: I follow two different. I follow some. Um, there's like two main. No, there's like three main Game of Thrones subreddits. People
0: are still into it. Oh, they're talking still about mad. It.
1: They're still mad. Well, maybe that Stay episode will
0: come out when the next book comes out.
1: They're gonna do it when the when the game yeah. <laughs> or maybe. when
0: they when they're like prequel series or whatever the fuck they're doing. They'll now. do a Game of Thrones. They're gonna build like five years, I mean,
1: they're gonna do that. Well, What's it called? Prequel soon too.
0: We'll see whatever. Because now that AT and T owns. Warner Brothers and HBO. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. There are... Okay, so this is, like, applicable to just media consolidation yeah. in general. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue with this article that slaps. Media control, then, has powerful implications in our society. The stories that appear influence how citizens make sense of the world. When journalist and media critic Ben Bagd- uh, Bagdikian wrote his 1983 book, The Media Monopoly, 50 companies controlled a majority of what Americans watched, read, and heard. He predicted that further media consolidation of ownership would weaken coverage of lobbying, environmental issues, war, labor fights, and corporate wrongdoing. LOL, 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 LOL. This
0: book from 30 years ago predicted the future.
1: Yep. By the time he wrote his sequel in 2004, his predictions had largely come true, but even he didn't think that 90% of American media outlets would fall under the control of just five big media corporations. He wrote that these conglomerates operated as a kind of cartel, that controlled our most important institutions from newspapers to film. Disney, of course, was one of the five media conglomerates he named. Another was Rupert Murdoch's News Corp, which at the time included parts of what would become 21st Century Fox. Which now
0: is owned by Disney.
1: Yes. This article was written in 2017. This is horrifying. This is like, feels like, it, I feel like I'm reading like a dystopian, like <laughs> short story. Like this can't be real. Yeah,
0: well, uh, we live in a dystopian
1: I'm going to post Short this story. on our Twitter, this article. Yeah. Because I think people need yeah. to read this. Like, there's some really um, good illustrations with it. And some, like, every single paragraph has, like, two links. Like, hyperlinks cool. to other things. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Continuing. If the $52 billion price tag sounds big, consider this. The payoff will be massive. The hybrid corporation control will give Disney a third of all domestic box office revenue, which in 2017 amounted to $3 billion. Third of all domestic box office revenue. Because the deal further shrinks the dwindling number of voices controlling media, Disney's merger with Fox has a long way to go to pass Department of Justice muster. Three major antitrust laws are supposed to guide Department of, supposed to supposed to guide Department of Justice pr- principles related to mergers and the resulting market conditions left in their wake. But I expect we'll see what's happened in the past when regulators have attempted to control the ownership structure of other media conglomerates. A massive lobbying campaign. <laughs> yeah, there was like. Th- yeah. Okay. The $17, $72 billion dollar deal that merged Comcast and AT&T Broadband in two thousand one was given the go-ahead. A decade later, Comcast bought NBC Universal for thirty billion, a merger that passed both FCC and Department of Justice scrutiny after being called a lobbying frenzy by Roll Call. Disney already spends millions of dollars annually lobbying lobbying Congress, the the U.S. State Department, the Federal Communications Commission, and the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative, the federal agency responsible for negotiating with China to alter how it accepts and runs Hollywood films. I also predict this merger will strengthen Disney's, Disney's bargaining power with China, which controls film's release dates. China, the world's second largest film market, typically blocks out American films during crucial summer blockbuster months to focus on domestic films, and it allows just 34 foreign films to be released each year. Yet some believe China will be more willing to negotiate with the mega-company that will emerge after the merger because of its sheer financial clout. The merger, of course, will also influence what information reaches Americans, including content citizens need to govern themselves in a democracy. You want to kill yourself yet? We only have like three more paragraphs. I'm just
0: just looking to see if that tornado's coming.
1: <laughs> Please kill us. OK. Disney shares members of its board of directors with companies like Anheuser-Busch, Chase
0: An- Anheuser-Busch. Yeah,
1: that's how you say it. Anheuser. Um, I want to say it like a German. Um, Chase, Manhattan, Coca-Cola, Unilever and Pfizer. Should, citizens should ask, how might this influence the information disseminated about food, banking regulations, consumer products, and pharmaceuticals? And consider how a stronger china, China-U.S. china media alliance would impact U.S. films, television, and news. Would American media companies be hesitant to cover human rights violations, factory conditions, or pollution in Asia for fear that they would anger the Chinese government and therefore lose bargaining power and access to audiences? I don't know if I necessarily agree with the whole thing on China, but like... What gets left out of coverage is sometimes as important as what makes it in. If just four companies get to decide, we should all be concerned. That was before the merger. Yep. That was before, and that was when they were like, maybe like it has to pass. Through Some people a bunch of didn't
0: things. think it was actually going to happen. Some yep. people were like, there's no way Congress is going to let, let them do but it. But this article shows,
1: did. like, this, that has happened time and time again. And it's
0: always just, they just let it through.
1: Yep, because there's so much lobbying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just like this article, if, if you take this in in addition to the way they treat their workers I mean they this article talks about how they hella lobby they use that lobbying to change copyright law forever they've done this um in order to basically just control media And when you control media you really do control culture and when you can control culture you you control society and the way that we view the world Yeah, because culture produces, like, our society, and our society produces culture. We we live in a society. We live in a society. (laughs) We live in a fucking society. And this was literally written... Two years ago. Yep. Before they even... And everything that she said, that she predicts, became true. Yep. 100%. So isn't that great?
0: Yeah, that's wonderful.
1: So I highly recommend reading this article...
0: We'll tweet it out.
1: Yep. Um, Margo Margo Suska, who is a I
0: might be able to put it if you send me the link. I might be able to put it in the description for the episode as well.
1: Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, because it's it, it's lit. Um, so I kind of want to follow all the hyperlinks on it. Um, that's what the.
0: Oh, that's a very good. Uh, yep. Good picture.
1: Yep. So. That is uh, why I canceled Disney, but like like I said, I still like Disney movies. Um, when I'm having a bad day, I still watch Mulan. I know all the words, songs. I know it all. I still want to go to Disney World. Scott and I will go to Disney World. Um,
0: I think that's really <laughs> the moral of this episode is, you have to,
1: you have to be able to,
0: critique the things you enjoy. Yeah. You know and like. Be able to look at, you know, things deeper and.
1: And I also think at the end of the day, if someone said like we have we're going to abolish Disney, but you won't get all your movies anymore, I think I'd have to be like, okay.
0: It probably would be for the betterment of. Yeah.
1: I mean, like the the movies still exist, but it'd be more like we have to we can't have Disney more. It's so fucking corrupt. Like they can't make shit anymore. It would you just have to be like, yeah. They're so fucking evil. With the stuff they produce
0: it's hard Good. it's hard man yeah it's hard because like we said life is hell and we love those escapist fantasies
1: yep and um yeah so i can't wait for every single they, they also announced the aerial live action remake which made the everyone. little mermaid mad. yeah
0: yeah that's it's a whole different story.
1: So it's like they're just gonna remake all of them.
0: One I'm not interested in. A little, little Mermaid was my second favorite Disney as a kid.
1: I liked it, and when I revisited it in high school, my sister and I like could not doesn't make it up. halfway through. Yeah, it's I'm like sure boring. it doesn't. It's just kind of. I have no
0: interest in a, a remake, obviously. So. The
1: original Mermaid, where she like doesn't she like kill her? She dissolves into sea foam or something. She kills Ursula. Yeah, I don't know.
0: She's well. Lit. I also uh, watched the because back in the '90s they all had animated series based off all the movies too so i remember watching the little mermaid tv series and the aladdin tv series and the hercules tv series yeah we were raised by disney
1: we really were and i think like i mean even beyond their cartoons like they all their disney shows disney channel is very influential it still is a very popular tv show um i think i really do think like Kids really are raised on television.
0: A lot of our biggest celebrities wouldn't exist without Disney.
1: No. Like. You, you would have Cyrus, no Miley Cyrus, no Selena Gomez, Gomez,
0: none of the High School Musical cast, no nope. Zac Efron. No nope. Um. So many people.
1: Mhm. A lot of them got started on it. Mhm. So. It'll be interesting to see what. What's on the horizon? But like, I'm. They're gonna keep absorbing shit.
0: Oh yeah, we'll probably have to do a an update episode on eventually
1: yeah man Uh, we talked a lot for a lot of stuff today
0: it's been a productive episode we're doing pretty good
1: yeah
0: so all right well should we uh call it a day
1: yeah i'd say we did our the last two episodes we did the bad take at the but Kamala Harris, that's bad take. That's
0: pretty bad take. R B G. pretty worse than
1: that. Her, like her take, she bad. She had a
0: pretty bad take. Yeah. What was, I did send you, because it was your birthday yesterday, I felt the need to send you a good take. Did
1: you send me a good take? I did send
0: you a good take. I said, oh, I just I said in honor of your birthday, I would like to send you this good take. And would you like to read it, please? I have it pulled up right here.
1: Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You all really need to stop viewing the South as an overwhelmingly racist and white region and start viewing it as vast communities of color and leftist organizations being held hostage by right-wing state governments. Pop the fuck off because I am from Georgia and every fucking Minnesotan loves to be like, Oh my God, it must be so racist there. Oh my God. I'm like, shut the fuck up. People here are so racist. It's very diverse down there. Look at, look at a map of the population density of people of color. It's all in the South. What are you thinking? They're like, I'm going to go to the South. So I've had straight up, like, people I was dating be like, I don't want to go to the South with you white people, too, white people. I don't want to go to the South because I feel like I'm just going to be surrounded by racist people. I'm like, first of all, you're white. And it's so also not, like... Also, you're dumb because you're not going to...
0: Uh, and also going down to Atlanta because I, I went there for a week a few months ago. And it's like, it's, it's just... It's way more diverse than it is here. Yes. So you don't really come across that sort of people that sort so of stuff.
1: People so fucking stupid. In fact, we,
0: it's like really cool because you have like a bunch of peop- different people that aren't white yep. all around, and it's like no, it's it's great. And actually, I want to go back to Atlanta again real soon.
1: I don't tell people just say you hate the South because you're classist and racist. There and you go. go. Yeah, the South has we have great food. Great culture. A lot of culture comes from the South. A lot of good music comes from the South.
0: I want to plan a three-day weekend where I leave Thursday night, come home Sunday, and just eat food in Atlanta for three days.
1: Hey, Georgia. uh, can uh, Actually, Waffle House, can you please come to Minnesota? I know that you're all in Georgia and, like, throughout the United States, but can you please also come to Minnesota? Minnesota doesn't get any Good, like, can Minnesota chain get restaurant. a Bojangles? Get, and can Minnesota get a Waffle House? We get no
0: good chain restaurants. So we, get,
1: Taco we, John's we, is okay. What is Taco John's?
0: Taco John's is fine, but like, we were just talking about how we just got Chick Fil A like seven years ago, here in Minnesota. Yeah, we just started getting Popeyes. There used to be only one Popeyes in Minnesota. And it was on Lake Street, and they only accepted cash. What? Yep, it's the only Popeyes, and now. All the, then, like a few years ago, all the KFCs closed and were replaced by Popeyes. We
1: what have, a wild time. We have
0: one checkers slash rallies, and if you go through the drive-thru, you are going to wait 30 minutes. We
1: need to do a fast food history even, of Minnesota. Even if you're
0: <laughs> the, at checkers, it's amazing. It tastes great. You could be the only car in the drive-thru. You're still waiting 30 minutes for your food. And that's the only one around. The Sonic by my house, there's two Sonics.
1: There's one in Bloomington, right?
0: No, Elk River.
1: I found I thought I thought was looking up because my sister goes to Sonic like every morning. Maybe
0: there's a third one. Yeah. It's the Sonic over here by my house sucks. Terrible.
1: Yeah, I've been there before. Not good.
0: We don't get anything good. And when we do, it's like one one place.
1: Yeah, the South is sucks. a superior place. People just start classist and racist. And, so not only do we have yeah. to go to
0: Disney World, we have to go to Waffle House. Done. That's Easy. a way more attainable goal than Disney World.
1: We can go to Waffle House on the way to Disney World.
0: Okay, true. Baby steps. Baby steps. Okay, well, that's our episode three. We what did we're
1: canceling next week, TBD.
0: We'll figure it out. I'm in the middle of moving, so we'll see how crazy next week is. Probably record in my new apartment full of no furniture.
1: I'm just busy I'm playing World of Warcraft.
0: I'm busy working 12 hours a day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my life is obviously more stressful than yours. Clearly. I mean, Grinding out gear is just so difficult. Being a woman online, oh, so difficult. <laughs> just Okay, kidding. it's not that bad.
0: All right. Um, follow this podcast on Twitter at Cancel Club Pod, Instagram as well.
1: Website coming soon.
0: Website coming soon. We're working on getting on Apple Podcasts. We can do that once we have a website, but right now we're on Spotify, Overcast. I know some people use Overcast app, um, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. Other apps I've never heard of. We're on there. I think the only one we're not on is Apple.
1: Yeah, and but, YouTube channel coming soon too.
0: Yep. That's all on the way. We'll put we'll put old episodes up on YouTube for the three people that use YouTube premium or whatever. Yep. I used to I was one of the first people that used it and then I cancelled it recently.
1: My brother has it. I'll force him to listen to when it.
0: When was YouTube red. Oh yeah. <laughs> Terrible idea. Anyway. Uh I'm at Trashloaf. You're at Skeleton Trash.
1: Yes, follow Skeleton Trash learn on Twitter for bad takes and horrible pictures of cats.
0: I can't even comment on stuff I post. I just do whatever. Mood boards. <laughs> Mood boards. Yep. Trademark. All right. Um, that's it. Cheers. Bye.